Thank you. I feel like I'm going to catch on fire if I stand here. So <laughs> I can either go forward or this way. So I think I'll go this way. Otherwise, we'll get quite close, won't we, Claire? Um, my name is Rosie. You might not know me, um, but hello. I'm Rosie. It's, ni <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Um, I'm just going to pray quickly. Uh, dear Lord, I pray in this um, short time that you would help us to understand the um, simple and radical um, and pure truth of your words. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you so much, Judah. It was really fun. And I learned a bit about football as well, I think. Um, I would like to uh, share with you a word. That sounds very spiritual, but it is a, a literal word. What other kind of words are there? Um, and it is a word that I very much enjoy. This word is codywumple. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this word. It sounds amazing. I'm going to try and not say it too many times because it starts to sound a bit strange. Um, but codywumple is not a type of Pokemon or a type of pudding. It is... Um, the definition of codywumple is to amble vaguely towards a destination. And uh, I very much enjoyed this word when I saw it on Pinterest. Um, wonderful Pinterest. Um, because I realised it's what I've been doing pretty much every Saturday um, for most of my life. So I'm from North Lancashire. Um, I'm a Lancashire lass. And, oh, yes, yes, of course, Joe. Joe Um So, <laughs> sorry, I always say that. Um, and, yeah, so most of our Saturdays were spent in the Lake District, which, in my opinion, is the best part of the UK. Of course, it's Cumbria, but we like to think it's part of Lancashire. Um, so what happened on Saturday mornings from when I was very small, even smaller than I am now, um, my parents would pack myself, my brother and my sister, our dog, uh, walking boots and rucksacks full of Kendall mint cake and Ribena. And we would uh, drive to the countryside and um, park in a gravelly car park somewhere. And uh, we'd go on a codywumble, I guess you'd call it. We'd walk. <laughs> <laughs> it gets so much better. Um, we would walk for hours, three, four hours, until we got tired or until we ran out of Kendall Mint Cake or <laughs> until my brother had like found all the sticks that he could and got bored and wanted to go home. And so that's what we would do pretty much every Saturday. Occasionally we'd meet up with some cousins or we'd go over to Yorkshire occasionally. Um, <laughs> and... Um, yeah, that's what we would do. And I, I love it. And I still do it. Whenever I have a free day, or usually on a Saturday, I will drive somewhere, walk around for a bit, and then come back. And the best bit about it is always coming back, especially if it's been raining. So yesterday, I walked along the Mulvins, and um, it was a huge rainstorm. And um, I got back, and I had that wonderful... Uh, tingly feeling in my cheeks you know when you come back and you've been a bit battered and you sit down and you're you're inside and you feel nice and warm and you put on some soup you watch a film my go-to film is return the jedi when i come back from a walk it makes me feel so good um and so that's what i do usually and it's where i discover god the most i think on a coddy one pull it's where <laughs> it, i, I stop saying it now 
it's where um, it's where I find it really easy to pray. Um, it's where I feel like God speaks to me. Um, and there's been one thread of thoughts that I've been having, um, and that's what I'd like to share with you today. Um, my mind was cast a few weeks ago uh, back to Psalm 90. Um, I'd just like to read it to you now, if that's okay. Bear with me, because it is one of those psalms that starts off really nice and then descends into a pit of despair. But um, we'll find out why in a minute. So it's Psalm 90. Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. You turn people back to dust, saying, return to dust, you mortals. For you, a thousand years are as a passing day, as brief as a few night hours. You sweep people away like dreams that disappear. They are like grass that springs up in the morning. In the morning, it blooms and flourishes, but by evening, it is dry and withered. We wither beneath your anger. We are overwhelmed by your fury. You spread out our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. We live our lives beneath your wrath, ending our years with a groan. Here we go. Seventy years are given to us. Some even live to 80. But even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. Soon they disappear and we fly away. Who can comprehend the power of your anger? Your wrath is as awesome as the fear you deserve. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. O oh Lord, come back to us. How long will you delay? Take pity on your servants. Satisfy us each morning with your unfailing love so we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Let us, your servants, see you work again. Let our children see your glory. And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. That psalm uh, is entitled, A Prayer of Moses, the Man of God. Now, whether it was uh, written by Moses or someone from Moses' point of view, um, you can understand why it's got Moses' name on it. Moses was the dude who um, was coddywumpling around the desert for 40 years with the rest of the Israelites, not really knowing where they were going to end up, and he never saw it in the end. Um, and so I can understand why he's, or whoever's writing from his point of view, is, is writing those really painful sentences, saying, where are you, God? And we are like dreams, and you sweep us away. You must be angry with us. We live under your anger. But please, please show us joy. Please make our efforts successful. Please let us find our way home. You can see why they would feel like that, because... It's not really that fun walking around if you've got nowhere to come back to. Otherwise, you're just lost. I think a couple of homeless people who I've met spend their lives in the elements. Um, what, what we do for fun. Um, but it's not, it's not really that fun. Um, the world can be quite a dangerous and cold place if you haven't got home in it. And so I can completely understand those really anguished words um, that the psalmist is using. And I was thinking about that psalm because I often come back to it because my favorite part is the very first verse. Lord, you are our home. 
And I just think that's absolutely wonderful that God is our home. And so that's why I like just walking around because I think life is quite simple. And I very much think that, like the psalmist says, we're here for a short time um, and then we, re we return home to our Lord. I think the world is beautiful. I also think it can be ugly, but I think it is good to enjoy the beauty while we can. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to say that on Sunday. You know, I'll just say, enjoy, enjoy life like Koholeth in Ecclesiastes, you know, forget the hevel, just enjoy life. Um, eat, drink and be merry and that'll be great. As I was walking yesterday, I saw people walking the other way past me in the rain and I realized that's an incredibly selfish sermon to preach. God has given us a good earth, he's given us a home so we can walk around for a bit and then return home and that'd be great. Um, but there are people outside, um, people inside, who uh, at the moment aren't on their way to a heavenly home and it makes me sad <laughs> um, to think that there are people walking around um, not really knowing why they're here, not really trying their best, making money, um, building families, building houses on this earth um, while they're here um, and trying to make a home here, but really their home is in heaven. and. I realized that actually it's not our purpose in life. We've not been created just so God can be happy and watch us play for a bit and then welcome us home. The reason why as soon as we become Christians, God doesn't beam us up into heaven in a Star Trek style is because there are some people here walking alongside us um, who aren't walking home. Um, they're lost. And Jesus said at the beginning of Matthew chapter 14, my father's house has many rooms and I have prepared a place for you. A friend sent me a letter years and years and years ago. And on the front of it, she cut out little letters from a magazine and made a sentence in a kind of serial killer style, but it, but it, wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, but she made a little limerick, which has stuck with me. And it is, my purpose is in God alone to love the lost and bring them home. And so I think that's the paradox of our purpose here on this earth. Our Heavenly Father made us out of love, made us to enjoy good things. But somewhere along the way, it went wrong. And um, it means that he wants to bring us back to him. He wants to bring us home. But some people at the moment don't know that. So we shouldn't selfishly enjoy the good things God has given us and stop there. We should share them with other people. Um, and I think that's the simple truth that I'd like to share with you today. Our purpose is in God alone, to love the lost and bring them home. Amen. <laughs>